Welcome back to We Are Live. Big thanks to Charlie Backer from Hot Charlie's right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Guys, it's Wednesday, which means we do dogs on film. We haven't done this in a minute. Can we get the Dr. Ed intro, Gardner? Do we have that? Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. Mm, the good doctor Soothing. is in. Travis, what do you think of this guy? And I'll tell you what, every time he comes in here, I'm like, dang, Chris Hemsworth looks better and better each and every time. Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital, welcome. You mean I make him look good or what? No, no, man. I, sometimes I look, I'm like, man, is that Thor? Man. Is Thor in here right now? Yeah. I squint my eyes and I'm like, oh, that's Thor. If you guys go to the website, hillsideanimalhospital.net, you can see all the capabilities for Dr. Ed's business. We take our pets there. You should too. It's right here located near 7,800 neighborhoods. Great location. Again, cannot say enough good things about the staff and service you receive at Hillside Animal Hospital. We've got dogs on film up today. Dr. Ed, uh, it's been a minute. We don't talk as much sports now. I kind of need to, though, Travis. Your St. Louis Cardinals, first team, fastest team to 18 wins in franchise history. In the month of April. Uh, in the wins, month of, the month of uh, April. April. Wins. Yeah. Best record in the National League at 19 and 10. Dr. Ed, you sat up here a few weeks ago and said this team was horrible. This team was dreadful. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to you apologize? You flipped off Jose Martinez. Yeah, cam camera, camera three, Dr. Ed. Let's get uh -huh. his apology. Here we yep. go. There we go. No, you know, what I said was I really, I, I've always liked Dexter Fowler, and I really hoped that he would have a good year. Yeah. You know, of course, I was disappointed in what he had been doing, but gosh, look at him now. And it makes a world of difference the way this team is playing, and now it really showcases that depth because you can run any type of rotation you want out on that outfield. And, and I think – I think the starting rotation is will eventually catch up with the rest of the team. But man, you you come out of the month of April, nineteen and ten, and I believe three games up on the Brewers and Cubs. That's uh, or Brewers and Pirates. I don't even know if the Cubs are in. It's just more fun Brewers whenever they're, whenever they're playing up like that, and it's it does well for a small city like St. Louis. But large cities are happy when their teams that well too. But I think it's just more noticeable and puts everybody in a better mood. Doctor Ed came in here walking on air this morning. I mean, I think. You look at this organization now, post Mike Matheny, and it just feels different. It just, you know, it, 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 uh, it, it, I, hate just, I don't know what it is. I, and I mean, I'm not trying to put too much of that on Mike Matheny. I think Mo still had responsibility in the way that team was assembled a year ago, but it, it feels like there's a different mood around this organization post Mike Matheny. It was interesting last night. They made a big deal on the TV showing mm -hmm. Mike talking to. The, uh, Yachty, Yachty, yeah. yeah, during the middle of the game. And it, it wasn't just a casual conversation. You know they were talking strategy yeah, and getting Yachty's input. So I, th I found that really interesting. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I, I, I can't, it's obviously Cardinal fans are smart enough not to get too overly excited. And, if you oh, look at the camera, we've got a, a handsome shot of John Mazalar. Mm -hmm. But all in all, I mean, I think the only thing that maybe worries me is Alex Reyes, uh, of course, punching a wall or a machine that led to him breaking his pinky finger. That sort of worries me because here's a guy that we need on the field that has a difficult time staying on the field. But outside of that, the Cardinals are they're the team that we were hoping they were going to be. And Paul Goldschmidt, while he's hitting very well now, he's, he's still not to the MVP caliber Paul Goldschmidt that he can be. And that's the cool thing. Yeah, does, does it, should we, we be worried at all about the strikeouts? Okay, what I didn't like last yeah. night is... On they the were high for a long time. Well, they were 15, or at least 15 last night. Yeesh. I don't know what the final count was. And on last night on the, on the broadcast, uh, 
the broadcaster was saying or talking like, well, you know, we should probably just accept that as long as we're winning. And, I, you know, and, and I'm like, I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, no. I don't like that mentality. It's okay if we're winning if we strike out 15 times, which I guess it is. The, bo- the bottom line is you want to win, but, you know, I think that'll catch up with us. I'm just, I'm just, I'm happy they're winning again at Bush. They're 12 and four, I believe, now at Bush what Stadium. If, what if you go to New York and they go on a 10 game losing streak? I Will would, you fly I back would, immediately? I would feel. You awful. would take personal. You, Travis Trell, would think it was literally your fault. I would. Feel I think a you think you're that important. I, I am looking forward to trying to find the local bars <laughs> that you know. Cause hey, is this a Cardinals bar? Is New that York, they it? have Cardinal bars. They have. I, I, as someone told me they, well, they also have a blues bar. There's blues one bar, bar in particular in New York that's known for baseball, and that's Foley's. Foley's? Yeah, that's the baseball. Do you bar. remember being there? I never went there. Okay. When I was that you there. recall, right? You were oh, pretty inebriated at that time, Gardner. You were 19 oh. and you got I was lost. 19. Yeah. So. I never went there that out. I know of, yeah. but that's that's the big baseball bar there now. When's the last time you were in New York, Doctor Ed? Probably like two days ago. I'm about no, to say like baseball. Uh, my well traveled. Seven, seven years ago. Really? Seven years ago? Yeah, I, I took um, every whenever my, whenever one of my daughters graduates high school, we do a father daughter trip. That is so freaking yeah. cool, and, man. And uh, the middle one, Gina, wanted to go to New York. And that is. Would you say Ed, he's the best dad? He, I yes. Yes, you are. That is so cool. That's great. That is so cool. What a great gift to your, your daughters. We need to consult Dr. Ed not only for great veterinary advice, Hillside Animal I Hospital. I mean, you should write a book. You we should write a book. This. Travis is going to be there. You should seriously write a book. You are like, I am not trying to be funny, but Dr. Ed is family man, and I admire the hell out of that. I think that is so cool that you do that. You did that with your daughters. That is so this made me want to go out and impregnate somebody. We don't do segments mm. with people every week for nothing. No, I wanna, Dr. Ed looks away. I've got to go impregnate somebody so <laughs> I can have easy. some. I'm just saying, this man. I'm trying to get weird. my Dr. Ed on. Don't curse his name and dear No, I'm just now. saying, man. I'm trying to get out here. I'm like, hey, baby girl. Mm. I'm trying to. You, I'm, trying I'm trying to, to minyako you, I'm trying baby. To be, yes, that's yeah. what I was saying. And she goes, oh, provide a great family life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do that with Rihanna. Minyako Italian for? Family prosperity. Yes. Prosperity. By the way, how, how's my New York? I've been working on my New York accent and attitude like recently. Hey, I'm trying to get some Capicola here. Forget about it. Forget about <laughs> it. No, forget about the, no, forget about the, the accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, he's going to start reaching for that euthanasia uh, <laughs> shot thing. He's got hey, I know a doctor who likes dogs in mm-hmm. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Give me your dogs. No. I'll send them to LaGuardia. Uh, Dr. Ed, we have you in for dogs on film every week. Uh, Avengers Endgame, did you get into any of that at all? No, I'm, I'm really not into those movies. I mean, uh, Guardians yeah, of the I, Galaxy, I did enjoy those, too. I did. Those were very... But, you know, the whole Marvel comics, you know, I'm just not into that kind of genre. That's fair. He rolled his eyes. Uh, Beebs and I was out in the hallway talking about Endgame because Beebs saw it last night, finally, and he was giddy about it. Dr. Ed's like, what movie? Mm. Oh. The little comic book thing. Passed a little judgment? No, I, it, you know, I, <laughs> like, like, like you were talking outside. As long as you're entertained, I mean, that's fine. It's just not my. That was the no that he gives whenever a patient's got a, an obese dog, but he can tell they don't want to hear that. And they're like, is my dog unhealthy? And he's like, no, no. 
That's the answer he gives. Is that to you? Okay. Fat ass dog. Coming in Fat ass dog. Coming in looking like Sherman Clump. Fat okay. ass dog. Uh-huh. Oh, eating all vegetables. Vegetables my ass. He put a vegetable with cheese on top. <laughs> is that what you think's happening? That's all I'm saying. Your dogs was fat. House? Your fat ass dogs came mm. in and Dr. Ed was like, yo, Chris, when you eat, doesn't mean they eat too. Mm. So It's tough love. It's all right. People equate food with love. Oh. Your pet just wants to be petted. Just wants yeah. your attention. Just, just give it a <laughs> That's the best right. medical have, advice uh, we've ever gotten. And if we equate food with love, I have a lot of love. So you have a lot. A lot we all we we filled with love. Yes. we filled with a lot of love. Filled with love and cheese here. curds mm-hmm. and more yeah. love. Yeah. <laughs> Veterinary advice from Nicolette Larson. Here we go. <laughs> a lot of love. <laughs> a lot of love. <laughs> well, Doctor Ed, you would love the Marvel films. I, I assure you. I promise you would love them. They're family films. They're action-packed. He's not convinced, Travis. And, and, Chris Hemsworth. Very hot. Okay. Just saying. Actually, here's, I have something for Dr. Ed. Your favorite three movies of all time. That's a, that's a tough, do you know? It is tough. Do you have a? Uh, Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can answer. My wife's going to hit me, I'm sure, when I get home, but Blazing Saddles. Uh, Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Um. God, that's a tough one after that. Um, that's a super crush. Blazing Saddles is number one? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah? Yeah, I can probably quote the whole movie by that's heart. That's hilarious. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Can I think about it for a second? Yeah, yeah. Do you have, you have three movies? Man, it's always, like, you always go back. You always go say, and then you're like, am I picking this because I'm trendy or the time of my life I saw it? I mean, like, off the top of my head, um... And see, I don't even feel good about saying it. Where it's like uh, the Departed. See, I really you, do like the Departed, but I feel Departed. like it was. I, I watched it in the my, Big Short's one of the best movies I've ever seen, but I can't call it one of my favorite yeah. movies of all time, right? Like yeah, best the Big Short that was really the same thing. Yeah, Big Short was really good, really good. Wolf of Wall Street, really, really good to me. Uh, yeah, the Departed, I, I've watched so many times. Um, Gosh, the uh, Tommy Boy I've seen more, and I mean I okay, saw that when yeah. I was ten or eleven, and then uh, Willem Dafoe. What's the what am I thinking? Platoon. Platoon. Oh, okay. That was a dead serious movie, and I, I was like, I feel it, but I feel like I'm trying to be cool when I say that. I don't know. I'm trying to think what I've watched and enjoyed the most. Sideways, I think I would say, just I because think, I, I like it, that type of movie. I think the movie, like when you when people say favorite, I, I always say that if. No matter what you're doing at any point in the day, if it's on television or if it's on, you got to stop what you're doing to watch it. Yeah. That was, that is what I equate as my favorite. So there big, are big, big was really I'd I say, loved. That see, movie. I love Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks yeah. and Paul Newman. I love Heat with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. and then of course Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. So those are three movies that I know. If they're on TV, list. I will. I will stop chores, going Gardner, somewhere. I'm like, it. hey, dog, I'm no. going to be late. And I think we know what two no, of your three will probably be, no. Gardner. Well, you know, my, I really like romantic comedies, I have to say. Oh, I really? really? Two of my favorites are Love Actually. Very good movie. Really? Very oh, fun movie. Seen that. Oh, gosh. It's a very fun oh, movie. Oh, fantastic Very movie. good movie. Yeah, and uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Good with movie. Steve Carell. Steve Carell and, and Ryan Gosling. Yes, indeed. I, yeah. uh, but my then twin we, brother, Ryan This Gosling. is what happens. You start talking, and I'm like, When Harry Met Sally is one of the most enjoyable things I've ever watched in my life. That movie was so damn good. But based just off that criteria of no, stopping we, what you're doing to watch something, what would be your three movies? Gun to your head, I'd say, like, Tommy Boy, Departed, and Sideways. Okay. There you go. 
That's very unique three. Hmm. But yeah, those are, but I those guess. are, yeah, but yeah, they, they, every, every it's got versatility. It does. I've probably, it's I've very probably seen City Slickers more than I care to imagine. <laughs> City Slickers and is part good. two, it's a very good movie. John Lovett's part, friend of the show. Uh, Billy yeah, Crystal it's, it's, amazing. I mean, that's not one of my favorites or anything, but yeah, it's it's tough. I don't know. What was the weird one that I liked growing up? Like, if we go back, maybe it's eight year old, nine year old Chris Gardner. I think that's about the right time. I could not get enough of the movie with Michael Keaton called Gung Ho, where he's working in like a I car, 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 like yeah. car one. Yeah. Gung Ho, yeah. I could not stop watching that movie. I see it. Okay, since you brought up Michael Keaton, I got to tell you, one of my, I, I, right up there on top of the list is going to be like Night Shift with Michael Keaton. Yeah. It's wow. like his first yeah. movie. Yeah. Have you he's ever great. seen it? I have. It's been a long time since oh I've gosh. seen it. Yeah, he, I mean, he is like over the top Michael Keaton in that movie, and it's, he's just a riot. Those are good. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Um, like, if I'm really drilling down on it too, I just thought The Dark Knight was one of the best movies I've ever seen. I just thought it was really well put Dark, together. Dark Knight is is a very good film. You wanna, Dead serious. It is a very good movie. Yeah. You know, the other type of movie that I like is uh, I don't know what you call it. Um, um, I don't know how to describe it, but like that in the genre, like Gran Torino, mm. you know, Clint Eastwood plays such a racist character, <laughs> and shocker, but he, but, he come, but he comes around at the end. Yeah, Travis, and he, and he and he totally realizes the error of his ways. And then, same thing, I just watched the Green Book. Oh, Travis so Gar- is not a fan. Gardner of Green loves Book. Green Book. Mm. Gardner loves that movie. Travis hasn't seen Green Book, but he's not a fan. I have seen Green Book. Oh, you did? Yeah. You watched it? Uh huh. All the way through? I watched the mouth. Okay, he saw a trailer. Oh, you didn't like it, huh? I saw a trailer. <laughs> See, so Travis... I was waiting for Peter Farrelly. I was waiting. I was like, he's not going to make one semen joke? What's... <laughs> I'm so confused Black, how this movie's going to go. Black Twitter would not approve of Travis liking Green Book, so he doesn't like Green Book. Right. No, man, I, I think Green Book is the Beto O'Rourke of films. What? Didn't you love Beto O'Rourke a week ago? Exactly. This is so he really loved it funny. Before, he... <laughs> before before Twitter told him not to. I love the trailer. I was gonna say no. Like... I love the trailer. Yeah. And then I saw the movie. Ah, uh, okay. What was wrong with it? It was just um... give give a two sentence overview with your issue with the Green Book. It wasn't because it goes deeper than it was. Like it was good performances, but it wasn't a good story. The way I've interpreted the way how I, you the feel way it about told. it, you feel as if it's a bit patronizing to the black experience. I, I think it did take away from what the Green Book was about, which was basically, you know, in layman's terms, Yelp for black people who are traveling to the South. And I don't, I, I would have, if you're going to use the title Green Book. It, it felt like I, you should capture some of that. I mean, if you wanted to be the story about the driver, um, that's fine. But I just thought it was kind of um, misleading to use the term Green Book in the title of your film when you didn't really discuss the Green Book. I could agree with that. They didn't, they didn't go into it enough depth. Right, right. And, yeah. I, and I think that would have made for an interesting story, too, or at least interesting background to the story they were trying to tell. Um, but well, that's just me. I'm, I'm no industry expert. Uh, well, as, you you as position a, yourself. Oh, well, one. that's a good point. You're right. As a, as a professional screenwriter, uh, I, there, there's just certain, <laughs> oh, 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 there are just certain liberties that the, the writers took that I'm not sure I would have taken, but hey, to each his own. Oh, okay. Huh. Can I tell you guys about Gateway Powder Coating? Am I allowed to do that? Do you guys mind? Sure, go for it, Chris. Gatewaypowdercoat.com is where you head to check out their capabilities. Fast, durable, affordable. That's Gateway Powder Coating. Proud sponsor of We Are Live. Fast, durable, affordable, just like I like my women. 
Mm. I'm sorry. Huh? Hmm. <sighs> he's on, hey, who's he's on a budget? That's yeah. What he oh, okay. Hey, guys, by the way, uh, who is dominating the power rankings of dogs on film? I'd say Hillside Animal Hospital's Dr. Ed after last week. Yeah. Did you oh, tune in? I did. And I was like, damn, <laughs> who won? Dr. Ed. I was like, oh, man, he answering questions. Mm -hmm. And Carly was there and you were there. I think, Gardner, I think you were there, too. Yeah, I'm normally here. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. I'm here every day of my life. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This is getting weird. Because his favorite movie is Groundhog Day. Mm -hmm. That's why. That's another like, one where I'm like, I'd have to put it yeah, in my top. Right? It's again one of those movies where if it's on TV, you probably have to stop and watch it. Man. Anything with Bill Murray, though. What about like Stand By Me or, uh, or movies like that, right? Stripes. Forrest Gump. Like, Are we allowed to say that's one of the best movies you've ever seen? Because it's pretty damn good. Yeah, I think, man, I'd probably have to throw one of three Wes Anderson movies in there just because... I've seen Rushmore two million times. Yeah, and I'm probably Royal Tenenbaums. I'm a fantastic Mr. Fox guy. That, yeah. was, that was pretty damn entertaining. Or, I mean, the, the Life Aquatic for me, too. Solid. Rated low on... I hope it's not in the uh, thing. If I remember right, it's rated low. Li did you see Life Aquatic, Dr. No, I ne never did. Oh, my gosh. It's so entertaining As, to me. you know what? cliche, you know, looking socialist type person <laughs> who liking a Wes Anderson movie will, uh, I'd probably have to throw Rushmore, The Life Aquatic, or maybe The Life Aquatic, because I re can really get down with the Bowie soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Here's my thing, and we'll get into the game here in a second, but here's, what do you guys want out of your movies? Because I, because I, I think, think it's different. I think it's different if you're in a room alone and then if you're talking about it on a show. I think we let a lot of outside influence dictate what we think about movies. But and that's I'm not even about, a shot at you. But when you go watch films on your own, whether it's at home or in the theater, what are you hoping to get out of that movie? What are the things that when you go to a film, you like, in order for it to be considered good in your eyes, it needs to at least do these things. For you to consider it enjoyable or something that I, you would be willing to watch again or recommend to someone. This is not a good answer, but it's honest, I guess. It depends on what mood I'm in. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it's like well, what I'm expecting, I will probably go see, a, depending on my mood, my goal would be to see a movie that would you know, address the mood I'm in. Right. And like, I need to laugh. I want to go see a con. I don't want to go see something down or something yeah, serious. Fair. I have to think. I just want to laugh like an idiot, maybe sometimes. It mm -hmm. just it honestly depends on my mood. Oh yeah, if you're in a certain mood and you go see a stoner movie, then that's hilarious. But yeah. you're not going to watch that if you're looking like, "Ooh, I want to see something." Well, it, some it kind of gave me it. a better idea as to why certain things are popular. So, like The Office, for example, why people always on Netflix they go to Netflix. You got all these movie options, all these original shows. Yet a vast majority of the audience keeps going back to the office, and I'm it's thinking relatable. about it's not only relatable, it's easy to di di digest, it's entertaining, it's mm -hmm. funny, it's I think it's, it's, the it's light. It's that a lot of things get thrown into that Walmart category, where like it's something for everybody, but it's like you wouldn't want to wear that to a, a ball. Whereas the office is kind of for everybody, but you can, it's very versatile. It's smart. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like oh, uh, very goofy. I can laugh at Kevin because there's a Kevin in our office, right. you know. <clears throat> so it's one of those things. <laughs> yeah, it's like like I when I'm eating dinner at night. Sometimes I just want to relax. Don't and watch touch Bob's him while burgers. He's eating just watch Bob's burgers and not think and laugh. Other times, hey, 
I need some Sir David Attenborough in my life. I need the cinematography of Planet Earth or something. It depends on the mood you're in. That's fair. It's even at home. It, so for the movies, it would translate the same way. That's fair. Going to see a movie. Dr. Ed, your favorite dog film of all time. Oh, gosh. Um, boy, you, I I'm not prepared. <laughs> uh, a Dog's well, Purpose was really good. Okay. Yeah, I, I did like that. I had to check that out. Maybe we yeah. can give you some homework. And yeah. you can come back next week and give us a definitive answer. What's your favorite dog movie? And I, I mean, don't the mean first that. one that comes to mind is uh, Homeward Bound, but I saw that when I was a kid, so I don't know. Well, if it was that's, that fair, that's fair, yeah. though. I don't know Talk because, because it's it's what you like. It's not what anyone else or right. what ratings are. It's what you like. What's Cujo? <laughs> I only saw Cujo once. I've seen him once, only once. Saint Bernard's didn't really suffer from that one. <laughs> There's like, oh, there's big fluffy, but they need to do more of that with dogs. Because every time there's like, whatever dog is featured negatively in yeah. a big movie, like they get the stigma for a long Become time. Become problematic. Like, like yeah. the Omen. Yeah. With the, the Rottweilers. Yeah. Oh, the mm -hmm. Man, they were scary. Oh, they God. were scary. I would say that's for a lot of Rottweilers. Oh, that's appropriate, though. <laughs> they go the after omen. people. Uh, you want to do some dogs on film? We got Sean uh, prepped up for this. Did mm -hmm. Tommy participate this week? Um, Our intern? Oh, boy. Tommy did not. Okay. I uh, mentioned that to Sean during Dogs on Film, and he had a pretty funny answer, actually. We'll get to that when we uh, get around to it. So. Folks, it's time for Dogs on Film. Travis seems to think he's going to take a uh, blistering lead today. He's got a lot of confidence. Hmm? And look, man, I've had some time to think about my it's past performances. Getting introspective, Doctor. And I, I think it's time for me to step my game up, and I'm ready to rock. Hmm. I'm going to, the best of my abilities, the good Lord willing, I'm going to wow. win today. Nice. Oh, okay. At the end of the day. Well, thanks to Pet One St. Louis West uh, backing me, I'm going to win. Mm. You like that? That's nice. That's a plug. Is that a segue? Mm -hmm. or to a, They're big fans of Dr. Ed. Oh, okay. Um, so here's how we play the game. All right. You have six movies, three pairs of movies. We pit one against another. In those three sets of movies, you have to guess which one has a better score in Rotten Tomatoes. If you get it correct, you get a point. So you have a maximum of three points possible. When we're done with those sets, we see who has the most points. If there's a tie, we go to a seventh movie, a tiebreaker, in which case you have to guess the actual score, closest to the actual score on Rotten Tomatoes will win the tiebreaker. Throughout, arbitrarily, I'll decide if I want to say if someone's got it right or wrong. If it's right. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. If it's wrong. <laughs> you don't want that one. Now, we've had dogs on film as themes before. We kind of were trying to figure out a way to reincorporate that theme into the game itself. <laughs> Tough to do. We have played the game as its name. Yes. We've, we've, we're trying, and we're trying to strategize a way to continue with that theme down the road. That's so fair. right now, we have to use different themes to get through the game. It'd be it. nice if Hollywood would be considerate and put more dogs yes. in their movies. More so, dogs on film, you, if you Chris. will. Thank you. Now, Travis, don't you love how Gardner owns this? He does. He does. Normally, Pat CJ. I do for each pairing a different theme. This week, the entire game has one theme. Uh-oh. We're into the month of May, but in the month of April, there's a lot of significant history involving 
the Civil War. So all of these movies have some sort of Civil War tie-in with their storyline, okay. characters, theme, okay. whatnot. There's some sort of tie-in with the two words Civil War. Okay? Okay. Does that make sense to you? Travis is like, the, the Avengers movie? I'm going to say, that was good. <laughs> oh, that's Civil War. Okay. Oh, boy. So are you ready to play the game? I am. Just remember while we're playing, it's heritage, not hate, okay? Okay. Thanks, okay. Chris. All right, your first Civil War-themed movie. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, boy. Been studying. I'm cool. I mean, I, I already read the thing, and it, it's like I already know all this shit. I've been driving for, you know, I've been driving since 1976. Why are you going to take the driver's test? All right, well, that's besides the point. I haven't had a license in 25 years. All right, are we ready? Glory. Drama history. Two hours, two minutes. Following the Battle of Ant... Ant... Oh, God. Anti... Ant... Tiedem, Colonel Robert Gould Shaw, Matthew Broderick, is offered command of the United States, 1st all of all African-American regiment, the 54th Massachusetts Volunteer Infantry, with junior officer Cabot Forbes, Gary... Luz... How do you say that? Carrie Elways. Carrie Elways. God, what is that, Scottish? Shaw puts together a strong and proud unit, including the escaped slave trip, Danzel Washington. He's a Danzel. Denzel. And the wise gravedigger, John Rawlings, Morgan Freeman. At first, limited to menial manual tasks, the regiment fights to be the place to be placed in the heat of battle. Can I read that last sentence again? Yeah. At first, limited to menial manual tasks, the regiment fights to be placed in the heat of battle. All right, there's your first one, Glory. What just happened? I'm about to say, I'm not sure if that's Glory. <sighs> All right. It was not Glorious. Here's your second one. Sorry, Tommy couldn't be here today. Who's Tommy? Oh, my Tommy, my friend. Yeah, he's a good kid. Hey, next time we do this, you know, he can come up to the apartment and try to get that thing together. The tablet? The tablet, yes. Gone with the Wind, 1939. Drama, romance, three hours, 58 minutes. That's a long one. An epic drama focusing on the life of, of a petulant Southern belle, Scarlett O'Hara, Vivian Lee, starting with her, her idyllic existence on a sprawling plantation, sprawling plantation, that the film traces her survival through the damage history of the South of the South during the Civil War and Reconstruction and her tangled love affair with Ashley Wilkes, Leslie Howard, and Rhett Butler, Clark Gable. It's time to go home, Adam. Seems nice. Adam, please. I'm begging you. Adam, I'm begging you. Could you please go home? Be careful. We all love you. I'm kissing you on the lips, What happened? Kiss me on the lips, you fool. One of our friends uh, was tying one on in the afternoon. and uh, I'll, I'll remind everyone, these are recorded typically about 2 p.m. on a weekday. This was about uh, 5 p.m., okay. uh, but someone was having a little little fun on the on the weekday. And, uh, God's mercy. Had to, Travis uh, was just genuinely had to get a ride home. fearful when he heard that. <laughs> I called a cop. Welcome to my local watering hole. This is very difficult. First of all, did it say three hours, 58 minutes? 56, yeah. Is that how long that movie is? Yep. Have you seen it? Yep. I've never seen that movie. I did not realize it was four hours. I've I've never not seen on it. one sitting, but I've seen right. that. I'm a, wow. Bladders must have been impeccable back then. Yeah. Man. They had intermission back in the day, though. Yeah, That's true. they did. Glory versus Gone with the Wind. I'll go first. Um, I think you're trying to trick us, but then I think you're trying to double trick us. I'm going with Gone with the Wind. 
I'm going to go with my first gut, and I'm going to go with Delory. I'm with Dr. Ed on that one. I'm going to go with my first gut and go with Delory as well. Chris selected Gone with the Wind. <laughs> A 92 for Gone with the Wind. A 93 for wow. Glory. Wow. Close one. That was a good one. It that was, that was a heavyweight title fight. I mean, that was Glory. That wasn't fair. They showed that in school. And I was like, well, this is heartbreaking. <laughs> I cried in class. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. The heroes don't win? Mm. Stupid history. When Robert <laughs> Shaw was killed on the hill. Hey, man, spoiler. Yeah, it's been around a while, Travis. <laughs> Let's not get into that discussion right now. I think you can spoil glory at this point. That's fair. Jeez. Sorry. Don't tell me what happened with the, the end of war or whatever. The yeah. Adventures. Don't tell me because I might see that yeah. in a few years. Titanic. Okay. <laughs> I said, Doctor, I'll get around to 2024. All right. So, one. Travis and Doctor. Yeah, Ed. I'm losing. Okay. One. We go to our second parent. <clears throat> Here we go. Cold Mountain, 2003, drama romance, two hours, 34 minutes. <clears throat> In this classic story of love and devotion, set against the backdrop of the American Civil War, a, wonder, a, a wounded Confederate soldier named W.P. Inman, Jude Law, deserts his unit and travels across the South, aiming to re reunite with his young wife, Ada, Nicole Kidman who he left behind to tend to their farm. As Inman makes his perilous journey home, Ada struggles to keep their home intact with the assistance of, of Ruby, Renee Zellweger, a mysterious drifter sent to help her by a kindly neighbor. Kind of weird to have a, a, you know, a Civil War movie set in, you know, a part of it in the winter. Snow all around. Where were they? Where was this, you know, where were they? Yeah. Nicole Kidman and Zellweger. <laughs> So Cold Mountain is your first one. Would you say this is the f your favorite thing to do? To listen to Sean try to describe yes. it? It's not bad. The joy <laughs> the joy that runs across your face. By the way, the opening sequence, the Cold Mountain, is pretty intense. Is that similar to Dante's Peak? Uh, could be. Okay. Here we go. Cold Mountain going against. <coughs> Ride with the Devil, 1999. Adaption drama. Adaptation. Two Adaptation drama. Two hours, 40 minutes. On the fringes of civil war, Missouri bushwhackers engage in guerrilla uh, warfare with Union Jayhawks. Bushwhackers. What? Jayhawkers. Jayhawkers. Jayhawk. Bushwhackers Jake Rodell, Toby McGuire, and Jack Chiles, 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 Skeet Ulrich, out to avenge Skeet the Ulrich. murder of Jack's father, are joined by George Clyde, Simon Baker, and his former slave Daniel Jeffrey Wright. Hiding out for the for the winter, Jack has a short romance with a war widow, Jewel. Oh, before dying. Oh, Jake steps in to take care of take care of her and her newborn before joining the Quantrills' famous Kansas City raid. Kansas raid. Kansas raid. <laughs> it almost it almost oh. <coughs> sounds okay. That Quantrill is kind of an ass. <coughs> he's an ass in every movie he's in. People here in Missouri worship him for some reason. Is that right? Because he's a murdering bastard. He is. Yeah, he's terrible. He's like right? Cornwell. He's a f***ing killer, murderer. We shouldn't celebrate him. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? M I Z. Oh, yeah. Z O U. Yeah, because. Yeah. M I Z. You got that guy that dresses up like Quantrill sitting at basketball games. Look, he's, he's an ass in every movie he's in. It's like the actual character. <laughs> <laughs> like you expect him to play a different role. Or yeah. <laughs> like it's a choice. Yeah. Oh, man. So we oh. have Cold Mountain versus Ride with the Devil. 
Cold Mountain. Would you stop knocking that I water bottle I over? That. That's two times now. I apologize. Sorry, Papa. <sighs> Trav, what do you got? Cold Mountain. I'm going ride with the devil. I'm going Cold Mountain. Come on, baby. Get me back in. Travis and Dr. Ed go with Cold Mountain. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Cold Mountain. A 71. Ride with the devil. 63. Mm. 63. Chris Denman. Your day is complete. Get to showers. Damn. Hmm. Some interesting now, strategy now as we head into this final pairing. A little Midwesterner versus a New Yorker. This should be interesting. Uh-huh. Oh, quaint. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, I know people in New York. Oh, oh. and his last name's Manierko. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. That's only my name when I go to New York. What's your name? <laughs> Travis Manierko. <laughs> Really? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. yeah. My dad took me to Chile once. I just, I just want someone to make that phone call to Dr. Ed. Hey, there's a um, six-foot-one black guy living in Brooklyn saying uh, he shares the same last name as you. You want us to get rid of him? <laughs> no, that's just, that's just my boy. Still talking, oh, Coach. Yeah, we'll take him to the vet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then Travis is like, the yeah. Moors, remember the Moors, they were in Italy. Yeah, put, yeah, put the cone of shame around his neck, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Hey, amputate one of his fingers, if you know what I mean, <laughs> veterinarian talk. Huh? All right, your final pairing, the theme, has these movies have some sort of Civil War tie-in. Here we go with your final set. Here we go. Dances with Wolves, 1990. Drama, epic, western. Too, Three hours, 56 minutes. Ooh. Civil War soldier John that J. Dunbar, seen. Kevin Costner, develops a relationship with a band of Lakota Indians. Attracted by the simplicity of their lifestyle, he chooses to leave his former life behind to be with them. Having observed Dunbar, they give him the name Dances with Wolves. Soon he is welcomed, uh, as soon as he is, he is a welcome member of the, the tribe and falls in love with a white woman called Stance with, a fi- Stance with a Fist, Mary McDonald, who has been raised by the tribe, tragically results, no, tragedy results when Union soldiers arrive with designs on the land. Man, it's too long. The buffalo hunt is fabulous. Well, Sean liked the buffalo. That's a fat, I have a comment after these two, but um, what, what, was this, what was the runtime on that again? 356. Jeez. Remember because it came in two VHSs. I do remember. And I, gosh, I can't believe we really had films go that long. Yeah, we've had a couple. It's probably a dog in there, too. Oh, yeah. In the camp. So that, that works for the segment. Well, Dogs on film. There it is. All right. Please tell me what you're going to. Please tell me. There's only one option to go up against this. I don't know if you're going to like it. There's only one option. How the West Was Won, 1962, epic western, two hours and 44 minutes, yeah, yeah, it's a long movie. Setting off on a journey to the West in the 1830s, the Prescott family runs into a man named Linus, James Stewart, who helps them fight off the fight off a pack of thieves. Linus then marries the daughter, Eve Prescott, Carol Baker, and 30 years later goes off to fight in the Civil War alongside their son, Zebulon, 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 star Carl Malden. How about that? With bloody results. Eve's sister, Lily, Debbie Reynolds, oh my, heads further west and has adventures with a professional gambler, Gregory Peck, sketching, uh, stretching all the way to San Francisco and into the 1880s. You agree with the sentiment that Confederate war monuments are like um, participation trophies? What do you think? 
No. You don't? You're a racist. That's racist as hell. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. I'm a racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, f you, Cracker, get that f***ing microphone off my face. Hey, you f***ing hippie, Cracker. Oh, okay, Cracker. Well, this episode just took a, an immediate turn. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. We, we've done some faux pas things, but uh, this is pushing the limits, and I like it. So, How the West Was Won versus Dances with Wolves. I thought you would have went last to the Mohicans. It was my perfect answer for the heavyweight title fight there mm -hmm. versus Dances with Wolves. Yeah, that's true. That's immediately now I realize that. I that's forgot okay. you had a theme. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, know. And the, normally we switch the themes up. So that would have made sense. It's, but this time we had a consistent theme throughout. I'll throw it out there since my answer doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I went How the West Was Won because I just feel like uh, there's no reason it would be there because Dancing with Wolves is, I mean, you would, it was a huge movie. So how about you, Dr. Ed? Well, you just solidified my answer. I'm going with Dancing with the Wolves. <laughs> You picked the opposite of me, smart man. I, 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 wrote, I, wrote, I, I had that circled already. I wrote that down as well, Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves is the guess for Dr. Ed and Travis. Chris, you went with How the West Was Won. Dances with Wolves. <laughs> is not that was a pride one for me. That was a good one. So I can, I can hold my head a little higher. 90 for How the West Was Won. 82 for hmm. Dances with Wolves. Is that a little harsh? According the, to Rotten Tomatoes, Dr. Ed. Rotten Tomatoes had this rating. Trying Not me. Yeah. Not Dr. me. Ed, I'm with you on this one. That is very low for that movie. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I thought that it was a mean, very those, good those, film. Haven't seen it in a long time. Those it meant a lot. Tomatoes usually don't rate the older movies. You know? They don't. I'm with you on that one, Dr. Ed. They, 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 they're disrespecting dances with wolves with that one that was mm -hmm. like that movie from performances to cinematography to the script to like that was a phenomenal film that deserves more than 82 that's wow that's interesting so we need a tiebreaker okay what do we have dr ed and travis with two now how's this work if there's a tiebreaker well Gardner? you got to guess closest good, to Trent? the actual score according to rotten tomatoes rotten tomatoes has this phrase we don't start our own little movie company <laughs> Right. Travis just rates Four bananas. Five <laughs> booties. Brown, brown spot bananas. Yep, there it is. And that's how, and that's how we would judge a movie based on like, oh, it's because when it's like when it's really brown, it means a very sweet it banana is good for you to eat. That's how we're going to judge. Calling this. It's a soggy banana. Oh, that's uh, a good film. Ripe plums. <laughs> Ripe plums. <Okay. laughs> so here we go with the tiebreaker. Here's a tiebreaker. Captain America, Civil War. 2016 sci-fi thriller. Two hours and 28 minutes. Political pressures mounts to political pressures. Political pressure mounts to install a system of accountability when the actions of, of the Avengers leads to a collateral damage. The new status quo deeply divides members of the team. Captain America, Chris Evans, believes superheroes should remain free to defend humanity without government interference. Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. sharply disagrees and, su and supports oversight as the debate escalates into an all-out feud. Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, and Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, must pick a side. Now, I have to go to the bathroom. If you'll excuse me, I must be on my way. Bye-bye, Chris. All right. Captain America Civil War. Travis. I'm going 90%. Dr. Ed. 
I'm going 89. Nice. <laughs> Can I go with a participation? Yes. Uh, 93%. 91. Oh! <laughs> Dr. Ed! He was trying to go one way or the other. If he goes the other way. Yeah, he goes the other way. He, he takes the title. Yes. A smart play there. It just that is it a was a coin play. play. That was a big play. Dr. Ed, I love his strategy. The I'm next time you guys stop by, he never seen it. it. Never seen it, so. Gotta have, a, gotta have a ploy somewhere. Oh, man. Nice. Oh, wow. Dr. Ed and Hillside Animal Hospital are doing a big blood drive next week. I believe there might be a couple spots open. It's, there is. It's been, there are a few. So check out the, the Facebook page. There's all kinds of information. I'm personally going to go give blood. We might have a couple more people from the office participating as John well. Sean can come by? <laughs> well, I don't know if you want well, his, Well, if you man. take him there, it's probably just for his blood alcohol content. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm about to say slurge. <laughs> slurge is going to come out of... Oh Sean gives blood. You're drunk. I know. I don't. <laughs> is this not what I'm here for? Okay. Yeah. Hey, those orange juice boxes. I got some, uh, got some is, whiskey with that? Why is Sean your black uncle? <laughs> uh, Sean doesn't that. sound did, like that. I did blackify Sean. I yeah, okay. I yeah, I'm, I'm into I like it. I just this. wanted to know why. New character. Black Sean. Black, black Sean. <laughs> Maybe that should... Yes! <laughs> That's a really, know. that's a great, Can I'm surprised Sean, I haven't heard that Black name Sean from your community Jonathan. yet. Can we do? I'm Black Sean Terrell. Yeah, Black, Can, Black Sean Terrell. Do you want to do the black voice for once? <laughs> <laughs> the white guy doesn't have to do it this time. Uh, again, Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital. We love having him in. We highly recommend you take your pets there. He's been wonderful all of his time on here, well spent with us, and uh, you guys support him by taking your animals there, and you'll get the best care in St. Louis possible. Doctor, Ed, anything else before you get out of here? Yeah, don't forget today is uh, Give STL Day yeah. today, so go online, find your most favorite not not nonprofit organization, and just donate a few bucks. Look at no. that! It is. It's not. I, I really I know you can kind of get lost in the woods a little bit on Give STL Day because there's so much going on, but it, the community really rallies. So completely agree with Dr. Ed and uh, we really appreciate uh, everybody supporting others. So again, St. Louis's number one veterinary care center. Be sure to mention Travis winning dogs on film the next time you head into uh, <laughs> Dr. Ed's office. Yeah, getting a little discount. <laughs> <laughs> huh, we'll see about uh, that. Dr. I don't know. Give him the discount. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, went out man. to my car and uh, my tires were slashed. Right. Is, there, is that, that the discount you're talking about? Huh. Trimmed a little extra off my dog's nail today. Huh? Extra seventy-five dollars on my invoice. When you get today. to New York, I recommend the cannoli. Oh. Oh no. So just go in and just ask for the cannoli. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. That should be. Good. Thanks, Doctor. We're gonna go with this. I setup. love cannolis. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We have to see what's happening here. Quick break. Get your fair fouls in. The topic today: this new Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which we will undoubtedly review next year. I'm sure on this segment, but uh, get those in. You can win uh, a new bag of Hot Charlie's White Hot Cheddar Popcorn. Quick break. We'll be right back. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Welcome back to We Are Live. Travis Terrell's the star. I'm just the workhorse, patiently, humbly grinding. Why you get to the be show. the workhorse? Do you want to be the workhorse? I mean, I feel like I am, I am, am I the Chris Evans nice. of this it, franchise? He's turned it into a self-interview. Yes. I, the Robert Downey Jr. of this franchise. Yes. It's Chris. Hey, y'all. It's T'Challa. Uh, I'm T'Challa then. Sorry, go ahead. You ain't T'Challa. 
You I mean, if be, you're Chris you, Evans, you'd be I'm, the Hulk. You could be. Uh, <laughs> like Hulk he, let himself go, man. He, he took the wrong vial. <laughs> That's why you need to see Endgame. Hmm. See Endgame. God, you're annoying me. Have you seen it yet? No, I've been John working. has seen it. Been working. What do you think? No, you know what? Oh, I got his ass for this one. I know we're about to jump into Farrah Fowl, but John works as hard and as yes. many hours as you do. How is he able to find time to see Endgame and you have not? Not last night. He was watching a movie. I was typing things. He watched the movie last night. Mm. So why haven't you seen While it? While he was now? watching it, I was typing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, man. I'll, I'll see Endgame with your mom. Hey, it's now time for the people's fair or foul. At this the final really, moment, that's all I have to do to get him to jump to the America. next segment. People often ask me, <laughs> what's fair or foul? Is it a Talk segment? about my mama. Yeah, you Is do. Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. I'm but also, I can I say, find it funny fair or foul is now really and forever for the me. people. Gather around the Where's radio with your loved one and hold on to your butt. <laughs> it's now serious? time for fair. Do you think you're going to fail and move back real quick? Or, or foul. Your dreams come true. She makes my dreams come true. <laughs> hey, what, what happens for fair or foul? We give a topic, right? Is that how it works? Go Tigers! We give Yee! a topic. You email in on the topic. Uh, real quick, thanks to Tommy Bannister, Circuit Properties. Thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors, Tech Electronics, for putting the studio together so we can do important things like Travis having a pom pom. That looks pretty good. Yeah. Is that what you look like with hair? <laughs> Bring back memories. Does that Man. look great? <laughs> all of a sudden, three girls text him. <laughs> How you been, honey? Hey, boo. <laughs> that would be great. I saw your little TV show today. <laughs> Will you wear a different wig every day in New York on the live stream? Man, I'm broke. I'm, I'm hoping to have food every day in New York. You'll be fighting those rats. <laughs> man, she is. Hey, man, my pizza, man, my pizza. <laughs> Damn, right? That ain't funny. Get my pizza back. I'm out of money, man. Hey, Chris. I was talking to a friend. Send me $20, man. I'm trying to, trying to get a sub sandwich real quick. Oh, I was talking to our friend who's in New York uh, yesterday, oh. and she literally, it was her first day off in forever, and she said, it was too stressful for her to go pick up food because there's so many people in her neighborhood and she couldn't deal with it. This is a professional comedian who performs in front of 10,000 people regularly. And she said the stress of dealing with the people in the street caused her to pay extra to get Grubhub. How do you feel about that? Considering how I'm great get with people in public Get that anxiety up, places. man. Ah! <laughs> oh, boy. We asked you a very important question about the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie with a very creepy little critter with... Okay, I kind of see the beef now. Yeah. <laughs> that looks pretty... The peach part of his face looks somewhat human and the teeth look human, so you're like, wait a damn minute. Hey, Travis. Oh, he looks like you know what he looks like. I'll see like? you in New York. Oh, oh. He kind of looks like one of the, uh, the people from Whoville. In the yeah. Uh, I saw somebody, I think it was Jeff Goldblum, who said, I, I love the Smurfs. Make sure you lock your door when you sleep, Travis. Oh, holy crap. That's scary. Because if it's unlocked, you know how fast I am. <laughs> what a sonic cell like maneuver. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh well, God. That's even scarier. What'd you say? Oh, maneuver. Not now. Uh-uh. We ran up against you. You should have showed up earlier. All right. Later. <laughs> 
Fair. About time we patted ourselves on the back for the original content we bring to the table today. But which show is the best? Is it Roseanne or 24 or Battlestar Galactica or V or Queer Eye or Twin Peaks or Hawaii Five-0 or Will and Grace or 90210 or Fuller House or MacGyver? I just can't decide what was the best original. What is happening? That's from yesterday. That's from it? yesterday. <laughs> and I read it. And I read it. Who was that's it? That's what's happening. That was a black sheep. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens, everybody. Uh, we're just going to skip fair or foul. It's not loading up. Zero, what? Zero submissions. What? Yep. Nope. Not zero. There's a... Uh, here we go. What is happening to my segment? It's, uh, You're going to New York and it's falling apart. Right. Aww. You're going to have to revive it. Foul, according to the Flying J bathroom, Travis is the new Sonic. Fast, but too much teeth. Mm. Oh, That's come on. Also the black sheep. So, oh. wow. We got we to gotta amp this up. That was our submission for today. The black sheep wins uh, a bag <laughs> of Hot Charlie's white hot cheddar popcorn. And he's having a good laugh as I read the email from yesterday. Uh, again, huge thanks to Getaway Golf Carts and all of our other great sponsors right here on the show. Getawaycarts.com. Hashtag carte blanche. Hashtag customize. Is it with or without limits? Customize. Without limits. Travis pointed at the camera and oh, it wasn't shoot. on him. Damn it. I just want everybody to know. Uh, if you haven't, throw us a review on iTunes. We love those. And uh, thanks for hitting share for all that organic growth. Organic growth. Organic growth. Mm -hmm. Big shows lined up for the rest of the week. We've got some fun prizes as well for Travis Trail, Chris Gardner, Dr. Ed, Charlie Backer of Hot Charlie's. It's been a blast today, people. Thanks for supporting, watching, and listening. We'll see you later. Peace.